Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Easygoing Podcast with your hosts, Juan Marcel and Rylan. <laughs> we hope everybody's doing well. Let's get straight into our weekly update, mm-hmm. as usual. So nothing too big has happened since the last time we spoke, but mm-hmm. I had been talking to you guys about my battle with anxiety recently, and it's been something that goes up and down naturally and day to day I have to check in with myself and see how I'm feeling but I genuinely felt like this last week I was in a really good place with it and I didn't really have to worry as much about it which was kind of silly of me because Mm -hmm. it's just something that I think comes in waves yeah it's gonna just be a thing in my life that is just actually more about managing it instead of thinking it just will go away magically one day and I made plans with some friends this last week and they're friends that I get anxious around them because they knew me before COVID and before a lot of things changed in my life and I am a person that has high anxiety now due to a lot of different stressors but also just I put a lot of pressure on myself with these people because I'm like trying to live up to what they knew me as before which was like this life of the party, always trying to make everyone laugh, always just like super talkative. And I didn't really have any social anxiety, it feels like, back then. When I think back on it. You're still like that, but yeah, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it doesn't feel that way. And internally, I'm just like, oh, you're being weird or you're being quiet. You're not talking enough. You're not making them laugh enough, all this stuff. And so I really challenged myself to go into it this time just whoever I am today, that's who they have to accept. And as the day got closer, I got more and more anxiety surrounding it. And then I almost debated canceling my plans with them, which it was going to be me, Rylan, and then my two friends. Yeah. And I just decided I'm not going to let myself fall into this hole where I allow myself to cancel every time it feels too uncomfortable because that's a dangerous, slippery slope, I think. Yeah, definitely. But at the same time, if it's just something you can't do or you can't handle at that period of time, I think it's totally acceptable Mm -hmm. to just be like, I need this day to myself. Yeah. But I pushed myself either way and I just wanted to talk a little bit about it because in the beginning it was really hard. But then as the night progressed and we went through it further and I started to come back into myself and understand, hey, I am good enough to be here. and Mm -hmm. I should just be myself and they will accept me. And if they don't, then that's okay too. And I ended up having a really lovely evening with them. Yeah, we had like the best time ever. It was so nice. And and Rylan got real close with my friends it's it felt like and i just felt very accepted once again and overcoming this makes it easier the next time that something like this comes up for me to be like okay remember last time it felt a little uncomfortable Mm -hmm. but you got through it and it ended up being rewarding in the end yeah so i say all this to say if any of you are dealing with your own anxiety i understand that you may want to cancel things and be a shut-in and stay away from these um, uncomfortable situations. But I do want to remind you that sometimes on the other side of that stuff is the reward of knowing that you overcame that and you are able to do these things still. Like you're not not a person anymore. Mm -hmm. And you're worthy of being accepted and being in social situations. You're not affecting people like you think you are. Yeah. That's actually a good segue into today's episode topic. Yes, a very good segue. (laughs) Which was sent into us via email 
which by the way, if you ever want to submit any episode topic suggestions, ask us a question, or just say hi, you can always do that by emailing us at easygoingpod at gmail.com. We also leave a submission prompt at the bottom of each episode on Spotify, and you can always reach out to us on any of our social media platforms as well. Anyways, this email was sent in to us by Lynn, and here is what it says. Hello guys, I just wanted to start by thanking you for what you do. You have no idea how much you help people with your YouTube channel and podcast. (laughs) You motivate and inspire us a lot. Oh wow. Mm -hmm. You put so much effort into your videos and I just wanted to say that we see that and appreciate it so much. I'm on a plane right now listening to your podcast and in parentheses, you are very comforting. I'm not a confident flyer. I just thought of some topics you guys could talk about. And then this person went on to list a few different ones, but this is the one we're talking about today, which is, I think you have talked about friendships before, but what are your positive and negative experiences in friendships and how have you dealt with toxic friendships? It is no problem if you read the message in the podcast and mention my name. Have a nice weekend, Lynn. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you so much, so Lynn. Sweet. Yeah, that was so sweet. And it really does feel nice to hear that the effort that we put into our content yeah. is going noticed. We really appreciate you taking the time to write us such an amazing message. Yeah. And we love a lot of the topics that you listed, especially this one, because it is one that we have both been dealing with. Yeah, we felt like it was perfect for this week. Yeah, so this week we want to talk about what a quality friendship looks like. Yes. The characteristics of a toxic friendship mm-hmm. and also get into what steps we take when we have felt that a friendship has turned toxic or has become draining in our own lives. So let's start with what a quality friendship means to us. For me, a number one quality for a quality friend is that they make me feel safe. They make me feel comfortable when I'm around them. Like I could say anything and, you know, they would accept me as how I am, you know? Yeah, you don't have to feel like you are walking on eggshells around them or like if you say the wrong things, they might judge you or things like that. Or you have to be like fake or fit into something that they expect you to be. Yeah, they just want to be around you and whatever you are that day as in if you're sad Mm -hmm. they want to be around you when you're sad and they want to hear why you're sad they want to make you feel understood if you're happy and you know it clap your hands (laughs) (laughs) no if you're happy that's good for them too they don't always need you to be on they don't always need you to be making them laugh Mm -hmm. you can just be yourself and feel safe Yes. And that's huge. And that's something that's actually pretty rare. It really is. Another thing is that someone that is a quality friend will take a genuine interest into your life, not just like whatever you provide for them. So again, they're not just like, oh, I'm with this person because they make me laugh Mm -hmm. or I'm with this person because I can dump all of my emotions on them and they listen. They also genuinely care about you and what's going on in your life. Yeah. And they want to hear about that. Mm -hmm. They want to be a part of it. They want to ask you about yourself. Yeah, I, you know, I dare you guys to run this test. If you don't bring up something about yourself within the course of a hangout with your friend, Mm -hmm. see if you end up talking about anything about your life. Mm Mm-hmm. Because a lot of us are out here with people and we're not even realizing that the only way we get to share our lives or feel heard by a person 
that we're friends with, quote unquote, is if we force the conversation yeah. or we're like bringing up our own stuff. Yeah. And I definitely can count on one hand the amount of friends I have that I know when I hang out with them, it's going to be a mutually beneficial mm-hmm. environment yeah. and safe environment where not only am I going to ask them all about what's going on with them and want to genuinely hear about that, yeah. but I know at some point they're going to be like, what about you? Like, yeah. Let's talk about this. Yeah. Or last time you were telling me about this, how's that going? Yeah, exactly. It's nice to have someone who asks and mm-hmm. genuinely cares yeah and is not only worried about you listening to them talk or what you provide for them mm-hmm. as in the fun that you provide for them or yeah the company or whatever another thing is that they understand when life gets busy they understand that you may go through periods of time where you're not hanging out that yeah, much exactly or at all I started to realize that when I'm not directly around and directly in someone's life, 75% of those people, they're not actually your friends. They're only friends by proximity. So you happen to be the guy that comes around when it's time to go out on a Friday Mm -hmm. night. And so you hang out then. But when you stop going to the bars, when you stop hanging out and going to the gym together, are they still your friend? Are they still reaching out? Are they still trying to get to know what's going on in your life? And when you come back, are they, is everything just like reset to zero? You know, those friends where you are gone for whatever, you don't hang out for a long time and then you do all of a sudden and you're like right back into it. Yeah, exactly. That's something that I was going to talk about is my best friends from high school, which I mean, they've been my friends for over a decade now even from since i started modeling which was like five years ago i would spend four months out of the country three months out of the country two months out of the country and then i'd come back and it was literally like nothing changed yeah and i was always so afraid of that that when i would get back that things would be different or they would have a new best friend or you know those like <laughs> yeah. insecurities that you'd feel yeah i feel like your friends are so good about that yeah it's it's so weird it's like the minute i get back with them it's like we picked up where we left off yeah another thing about a quality friendship is that the friendship will never feel competitive mm, that's such a big one yeah sometimes you don't even realize it but you have friends in your life that secretly Every little time that you succeed or you bring up something that's good in your life, yeah, it's almost like a dig at them. Mm-hmm. Or they want to like one up you in yeah. a way. It just feels like weird to talk about oh, what's yeah. good it in your you life. It makes you very uncomfortable to share the good things that are going on in your life. And you should not have to dim yourself to yeah. make other people feel comfortable in regards to your successes in life or how you're doing like Mm -hmm. a person that genuinely cares about you is going to be really excited to know that you are doing well like for me i'm always like celebrating those things in my friends i always want to see them doing the best that they can and thriving you know i feel like you always like people always come to you to share their good news with you all the time and juan never ever is like oh well this thing is happening in my life (laughs) like that's something that you never i've never seen you do and you don't ever yeah compare yourself or try and feel competitive with with one another which is really awesome i want people to ask that's Mm -hmm. i feel uncomfortable talking about my own things i want someone to ask and then i'll talk about it if they are interested in it i don't want to force them to react to my news i feel happy with it and that's all i need yeah and i think with the two careers that we've been in i understand that because i feel the same way it's like i don't ever want it to seem like 
You're bragging. Yeah, and I don't know why with these two careers, it it really does feel like bragging. It's because it's really not relatable. Yeah. You know? But that's just a personal thing. Like it's not weird for anybody to be the first one to be like, I did this or like reach out and say yeah, that. Yeah, of course. I'm not. not insinuating that that's better or worse. It's just I am someone who doesn't tend to celebrate my own accomplishments as much. Yeah. That's why it's so much more important actually to me to have friends who dig at that yes. a little bit. Because yeah. if they want to see me shine, then they're going to want to be like, what's Asking. going on? How's it going? Yeah. How's the modeling? How's the content creation? And like... I have some friends in my life that do that and it feels amazing because it actually forces me to talk, to talk about, about it. it. Yeah. And realize like I get off the phone with them I'm like, oh, you know what, man, I am doing pretty good. Yeah. And and the thing is, it like lights you up to talk about that stuff. Yeah, exactly. And that brings me to the next point, which is they genuinely want to see you succeed. They want to see you thriving at life. Yeah. And reaching your goals and the things they've always wanted to do, you know? Yeah, it makes them happy whenever you're doing well. Yes, exactly. They want to celebrate those victories with you. They mm -hmm. want to be a part of it. It makes them happy. That's the difference. There are people who they'll ask you about it or whatever. You tell them about it and it yeah. feels weird. Yes, you can feel the energy. <laughs> yeah, and then there's the ones where you're like, yeah, man, this happened. And they're like, no way that's amazing yeah. and they're like whoa so what what else how's that what, what do you do from there like you know yeah. they take that extra they're super interested in it yeah you know that's how i've always been mm -hmm. i think that is what we were talking about before about being competitive or not i'm not feeling competitive with any one of my friends when they win it's a win for me because someone that i love is yeah. winning and i want to see that and i you want to see the best for them exactly there's room for all of us to be winning successful <laughs> yeah so there's no reason to be surrounding yourself with people who are not happy when yeah. you're succeeding and the last thing that we wanted to talk about that a quality friend is is that they're always there for you during hard times mm -hmm. you always want a friend that you can lean on when you're going through something hard or yeah yeah and it's not that they need to serve that purpose yeah. only it's that you don't always need to be in a good place with mm -hmm. this person because there's some friends who they're great when things are great yeah like when things are great in your life mm -hmm. and you're having fun and going out and you're the life of the party and you're yeah. yourself they love it mm -hmm. but as soon as you are in a depressive place or yeah, having or a mental health day something bad is just happening with family or anything really they all of a sudden disappear ghost you <laughs> or they are like complaining that you're bringing their mood down or something yeah. they don't want to be a part of that part of your life mm -hmm. and i'm sorry to break it to you but we're all going to have bad times as almost as often as good times in life yeah. that's just the balance of all of it and so you can't have true friends be ones that are only there for the good parts of your life yeah. you know and how can you even have a deeper emotional connection with someone who isn't there in the hard times and isn't mm -hmm. there to help you through those times a friend doesn't have to help you through all of your issues but mm -hmm. helping you in the way of just listening because yeah. that does so much for somebody it or just, even just it's so nice when you have that friend that's like hey i'm coming over Mm -hmm. I know you're all sad and stuff, but we're yeah. going to freaking watch movies together. Yeah, or going to make dinner for you and or we don't, with you. We don't need to talk about it or nothing. Yeah. I still want to be around you, mm -hmm. even when you're sad. Yeah. So now let's get into the dirty stuff. Mm -hmm. Let's okay. talk about what <laughs> a toxic friend 
looks like. What are those characteristics? And I want to start with, it seems like it's always about them and their problems. Yeah. And look, there's nothing wrong with there being periods of time where if one of your friends is going through something, obviously everything is going to be more about them at that mm -hmm. point in time. But it's those types of friends where it's like, no matter what, all throughout your friendship, mm -hmm. it's always been as soon as you hang out, it's guess what happened to me? Yeah. Guess what my boyfriend or girlfriend did to me? Guess mm -hmm. what, you know, is going on at work? If you just take a look at it from a zoomed out perspective, you're like, wait, we're always just talking about them. Yeah. yeah. Or it's just like they always have drama. Like that's one thing that you can point to and be like, ooh. Yeah. That's somebody that I don't want to really be around because then your life is all drama. If your best or closest friend is just always having drama or always has something bad to talk about, I mean, you're going to feel drained from that. That's the thing is it's very draining to yeah. always be dealing with someone else's issues. You, mm -hmm. you have your own issues as well. And yeah. if this person doesn't want to hear about those and only also wants to just dump their issues on you. Yeah. It's like a double whammy. Yeah, which leads me to the next one, which is you always feel drained or you leave feeling worse than mm -hmm. you felt before you yeah. came to hang out with them. Yeah, when it's a net negative mm -hmm. effect, always. Yeah. And like, obviously that could happen sometimes. Yeah, of course. People can go through periods of time where it's like that. Yeah. But it's about if you zoom out on the whole friendship, does this person leave me feeling energized mm -hmm. or drained? Yeah. When I hang out with this person, do I feel inspired, motivated, or have some sort of positive change to my emotional state? Or do I feel like I've been pulled into drama? Yeah. Like I have just heard a bunch of negative things about the world and people. Mm -hmm. I have less energy. More anxious. More, yeah, exactly. Another thing is these types of friends will always seem uninterested or even upset when you speak about your own things. Mm -hmm. Like they seem jealous of you or affected by your yeah. successes mm -hmm. or the good things that you're trying to talk to them about yeah and a jealous friend is the worst you don't want to have anybody in your life that's jealous of you or your accomplishments yeah that energy it's not good to no. have in your life that it dims you it like we said earlier like it makes you feel like you have to fit inside of a tiny box just to make somebody else feel comfortable around you the next one is that you feel uncomfortable or nervous around them. Maybe like they make you feel a little bit more anxious than you normally are. I think that's something that you should look out for. Obviously, some days you could just be anxious and yeah. your friends could just make you anxious just because, I don't know, anything could be triggering you. But if consistently they're making you feel like really anxious or really nervous around them that's yeah. something that you should really listen to listen to your body in those moments yeah your body has over time you have evolved to pick up on things that feel unsafe yeah or make you feel like there's a threat mm -hmm. and it might be things you don't even realize it could be something that you're not picking up consciously mm -hmm. but subconsciously you're you're picking up things that they say or the things they say certain ways or things that just don't make you feel comfortable. And yeah, if they're making your body's alarm system mm -hmm. go off and Consistently. you're like, why do I feel just uneasy Yeah, no matter how often I'm hanging out with this person or whatever? <laughs> it's probably because of something that your body is picking up that you don't even mentally realize. Yeah, or just something deeper than you noticed. 
Another thing is they compare you to other friends. This is the worst. I mean, I don't know. Maybe many of you haven't experienced this. I know I have, but it's just like a friend maybe talking about their other friends saying like, oh, well, they like to do these things. Why don't you like to do that? Mm -hmm. Or, you know, putting you down in yeah. the ways of like, this is who I am. So accept that and don't push other people on me. Like I'm not that person. So you're trying to change me to be more yeah. like this other person. Then why are yeah. you friends with me? Exactly. Okay, this one is a big one for me, which yeah. is they do not respect you or your time. Mm -hmm. For me, time is the biggest one because I have a lot of things pulling at my time in yeah. life. You know, I'm running this business with you. We have the modeling. Mm -hmm. I'm traveling a lot. When I'm back in town, I also need to prioritize my family. I'm constantly yeah. trying to be aware of prioritizing our relationship mm -hmm. separate from the business. And I also have to prioritize myself. I need to go to the gym. Yeah. I need to feel like I have time to myself. So if somebody doesn't respect my time in that way, like they are constantly pulling at your time and yeah. getting angry if you don't give it all to them. And it's like you can give to them, but it's never enough. They're always yeah. just angry or resent you because you're not giving them enough. And I think that this is a big one for somebody maybe like that knew you before a relationship or that knew you before a new job or mm -hmm. maybe even knew you in high school when you had so much free time. Yeah. You know, those friends kind of expect you to be around, which is which is normal, but they need to understand that, you know, you have a lot of things going on. Yeah, it also applies to people who haven't gone through any major changes, Yeah, you know, while you have. And it's yeah. like they can't understand why one year ago was it we were hanging out five days a week mm -hmm. and now I see you once a week or maybe once yeah. every other week. And a good friend will be understanding of that. Oh, yes. they've got all these things going on. I'm just grateful for the time that I do spend with them. And besides that, I don't ever want to put any extra stress yeah. on them or feel like a box that they have to check. Mm -hmm. And so this is a big one for me. It's very rare that I have friends that understand my schedule and that it's not personal. You know, there's a lot of people in my life who take it personally and say I don't prioritize them Yeah. when I'm stretched so thin. Mm -hmm. Oftentimes the one that's coming last is me. And that's something that is because I actually feel a lot of guilt when this type of person is in my life. And you don't want to have this in your life because it does take from you. And mm -hmm. in the end, I'm realizing how much it's taking from me. Yeah. So now let's talk about the steps that we take in our own lives when we realize, wait a second, this friendship is now toxic. It's mm -hmm. actually become draining and it's something I don't feel is beneficial in my life anymore. Yeah. This is really hard and it's something that I struggle with a lot because I'm a very loyal person Yeah. and I feel immense guilt when I feel like as hard as I try, it's just not working. Mm -hmm. And maybe I even put it on me that it's my fault or yeah. it's my responsibility to make sure it does work because that person might need me or yeah. I don't want to make that person feel bad. Yeah. What I'm realizing is you have to be a little bit selfish mm -hmm. in life. Yeah. You're guarding your energy. You're exactly. You have to protect yourself. You yeah. need to save some time for yourself. and Time, energy, effort for mm -hmm. other things in your life. When something is a parasitic relationship, yeah. you either cut it off or you continue to feed it 
and become lesser and lesser. Yeah. A lot of times in my life, I continue to feed those, mm-hmm. and it's time to cut them off because what am I doing? Dimming myself and taking from myself to give to someone who doesn't pour back into me in any yeah. way, you know? And that's why I think the most important thing to do is to set boundaries. Setting those boundaries, whether it be in the beginning of the friendship or even after you realize maybe this friendship is a little toxic. Yeah, so I think the first step with this type of friendship is to communicate with them the issues that you've been noticing and see if they're even open to fixing those things or if they have an explanation. And then, as Ryland said, Mm -hmm. setting boundaries with them going forward. Like, hey, I understand, you know, but I just need you to know I'm going through this in my life right now or this is my schedule right now. And I just need you to be more understanding of that and not put so much pressure on me when I can't fulfill what you believe I should be Mm -hmm. fulfilling. Like, just trust me. I'm trying my hardest and I just need you to understand and be my friend in that way. Or, you know, hey, I'm tired of you coming to hang out with me and then only like emotionally dropping (laughs) all of your baggage baggage onto (laughs) me. And then not caring about what's going on in my life. Like, I'm going to need you to either start showing a genuine interest Mm -hmm. in my life or just right now, if you need someone to just be dumping all your stuff on, you need to look for someone else. And it's hard because I think, like, you don't want to have to force somebody to care. Yeah. You don't want to have to force somebody to want to ask you about your life you know Mm -hmm. you want it to come naturally but maybe that person just isn't as self-aware as you are yeah maybe they don't see it maybe they don't understand and they would genuinely feel like oh my gosh and it would not only be good for them in your relationship but maybe in a lot of their other relationships yeah you know yeah that's a great point some people like you said with the self-awareness thing but some people don't even realize they're not asking and so after you set those boundaries you have to sit down with yourself and understand that you are worthy of a true friendship Mm -hmm. that makes you feel loved, safe, Mm -hmm. and energized. And you don't need to tolerate anything less than that because of like history or, oh, I've been friends with this person for five years, so I can't just drop them. You know, there's no, when it comes to this kind of stuff, drop the loyalty thing and everything. It's about this person is either making you feel worse Mm -hmm. consistently over a long period of time or they're adding to your life and at a certain point it becomes too much and if they're not willing to change after you've had the conversation and set the boundaries then why are you going to keep doing this because Mm -hmm. they already they were your friend for five years well clearly at this phase in your life you guys aren't meshing (laughs) you're not making sense they're no longer the right fit yeah And that's just how it is. Yeah. And I think that that's normal. Like we all grow at different paces and some friends just grow out of your life and maybe they'll come back into your life 10 years later. But it's really important to understand who is they're they're adding to your life. Like you said, Mm -hmm. like that's what friends are. It's like I said, with the net gain or net negative. Yeah. Like this person is a net negative in Mm -hmm. my life. They bring me down. They put bad energy into my life. Yeah. They seem jealous of my successes. They don't ask me about anything in my life. I only am giving to them. We all deserve true friends and true love and to feel safe and understood and comfortable. Yeah. So it's hard. It's easier said than done. And we 
have a really hard time with what we're talking about here. Yeah, we do. You don't have to just, you know, have a full thing where you sit down and cut them off and Mm -hmm. you're like, you're doing this and that's why we're no longer friends. Yeah. In some ways, it's better to just like slowly distance yourself if you truly feel that you don't want to have like the conversation or the blow up you know if you know that person and it's just not gonna go well then maybe you should just distance yourself for for a while until you feel like they're ready or they've grown or they're different you know you'll find a lot of times with some of these types of friends if you just stop being as available Mm-hmm. or you stop acting like you care when they're trying to manipulate you back into being involved in their lives yeah they'll just disappear for you mm-hmm. they'll cut themselves off exactly so it's up to you but what we're saying is keep account of who's in your life and who's closest to you in life those are going to be the people who influence a lot of things in your life more than you think mm-hmm So it's really important that you guard that. And when it comes down to it, when you realize, oh, this person is like a net negative in my life. They're a toxic relationship and I need to remove this. Mm -hmm. Then you really do need to treat that with urgency and and handle that and guard your energy and guard Mm -hmm. your heart. Yeah. Anyways, thank you so much, Lynn, for this email. It was such a great topic to talk about. Yeah, it really was. Especially because, as we said, this is something we both have been dealing with personally. Yeah. And hopefully any of you listening who are dealing with the same things, Mm -hmm. hopefully you found some value in this. Or even if this isn't currently happening in your life, hopefully we've just made you aware of something that you should be on the lookout for. Yeah. And how to deal with that if that day ever does come in your life. So if you enjoyed this episode, be sure to leave us a five-star review. We are trying to reach 500 five-star reviews on Spotify by the end of 2022. Which we are going to do. Yeah, I believe it. (laughs) I believe we can do it. Yes, I still think we will. If you ever want to submit any podcast episode topics, ask us a question, or just say hi, you can always do that by emailing us at easygoingpod at gmail.com. Or once again, we also leave a submission box at the bottom of each episode on Spotify Mm -hmm. for you to submit to. Or you can also reach out to us on any of our social media platforms. As always, we love and appreciate you guys so much. Yes, we do. We'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye.